I'm Erin. And I'm Carrie. And this is Keeping Busy. Spooky Halloween episode. That's <laughs> really good, yay. Yes, it's very spooky. It's spooky because our baking equipment was haunted. So we didn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> no. And we made little meringue ghosts. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Where did we get the recipe from? Smartschoolhouse.com. Ghost meringues. Ghost meringues. So you really can't, I mean, get much easier than this recipe without having actually just taken a dessert out of a box. Yeah. Um, so that, <laughs> that was a major plus of this one. I think that was the the main reason I was um, pitching this one. So I yes. wanted Halloween themed. And uh, I just got back from my vacation two, two and a half days ago. So it wasn't a lot of time to do something fancy. And they're adorable. They are adorable. Well, maybe yours are probably more adorable than mine. Okay, the pictures on this person's <laughs> website... Say they have the potential to be adorable. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So, I mean, it's just a meringue. Uh, it's uh, just egg whites, sugar, cream of tartar. Yeah, I was surprised there isn't even any vanilla or anything in there. Yeah. I guess because you want them to stay really white and ghosty. Yeah, I have a housewarming party this weekend and i was thinking if these came out really cute then i would make a bigger batch and bring them but then my instinct is to complicate it like this is too simple i need to somehow make it more complicated what do you think you would like to do to complicate it oh i'll melt chocolate and do the eyes and the mouth out of melted chocolate or or like have it on top of something or like uh, make them green cake. so they look like little slimers or I don't know. Maybe just bring them on something cute. Like what if you got a really thin cake, like baked a very simple box cake mix in a jelly roll pan and then spread it with frosting and put green dyed shredded coconut on it so it looks like a field and all of your ghosts are kind of like marching across a field Ooh, spooky you could even do some like little stick pretzel trees or something yeah make a little scene that'd be cute that's a way to complicate it all right it's complicated but not too complicated right presentation something i'm not very good at <laughs> me either i don't ever think about presentation so how did your ghosts come out? Um, they came out pretty good, uh, kind of. Although I had the same meringue problem you were talking about with the macarons, which is I cooked them in the 225 oven, like they say. And when they came out, they stay together until you bite into them. And then there's a very clear distinction between mm-hmm. the crusty outer shell and a little cone of like chewy, gooey meringue on the inside. <laughs> Just probably not how they were supposed to be. I don't know. I baked mine today and I haven't actually eaten one yet. Oh, really? I have them right here. I'm, I'm looking at them. I'm going to try and take one. They are sticky, which is not a good sign. 
Ooh. It's delicious. I found when they were still warm, biting into it was very similar to eating a toasted marshmallow. That's what it tastes like, a toasted yeah. marshmallow. Yeah, because really they tasty. get the tips of the little ghosty heads get just a very, very light shade of tan. Mm-hmm. And then you have the crunchy outside and the sweet, especially when they're still warm, uh, they just are very much like a toasted marshmallow. I will say as far as having cookies go, this is way, way, way sweeter than anything I want on a regular basis. Yeah. Because it is very much like eating a marshmallow, which is kind of like a once in a while thing. Yeah, you only need one or two marshmallows. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're like, if you're doing something like you're doing, which you're bringing them to a party and sharing them with people, that's very nice. I like to do a lot of baking and I don't really have all that many <laughs> people to share it with. So I end up eating most of it. Yeah, I broke this for the sample for the podcast. I just did one egg white and I got seven ghosts. But my ghosts look more like little poop piles. <laughs> like that poop emoji. I think I did them too flat. Or maybe I yes. didn't whip them enough. I can't I can't remember if they were this short when I put them in the oven or if they sank a little. I um mine are kind of short too and mm-hmm. I noticed that maybe it's because of the amount of sugar, but my meringue didn't seem to gain as much volume. She says mm-hmm. to start adding the sugar once the your egg whites get frothy, mm-hmm. but I feel like usually you whip them until soft peaks before you start adding sugar for meringue. Yeah. So I think it came out more, the texture once they were ready to get piped, was almost more like marshmallow fluff. Mm-hmm, they definitely. would they would get little tips on them and they would stand up, you know, where they say stiff peaks, but it looked glossy and dense instead of super fluffy like meringues usually do. Mm-hmm. So mine mine definitely look a little stouter <laughs> as well. Yeah. I think if I try and make a second batch, I could make them a little bit more like the the pictures in the on the website, yeah. But this batch is definitely a little. I th- that's why I was thinking like a a slimer kind of. If I put green food coloring, because these look more like I don't know, slime bobs, <laughs> glop piles. Yeah, I also feel really sad just making one egg white worth of ghost cookies. Why? Why would that make you sad? <laughs> Like you feel like they don't have enough friends? <laughs> yeah. I'm a lonely, <laughs> lonely, lonely human being that only needs a couple cookies. Aww. Oh, I do that all the time because, like I said, I don't have anybody to share them with. And I would just turn into a house if I ate all my cookies myself. <laughs> because I always say, oh, I'm baking for the kids. But then mm-hmm. when I go to give them cookies, I say, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I can't give them cookies. I'm such a bad mom. Their cookies are not good for my children. I'll have to eat them all myself. Uh-oh. Oh, I also I couldn't find uh or maybe they were sold out the the black gel coloring. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's that they were all sold out cuz it's so close to Halloween. Oh, so that might I got be. red. Yeah. Ooh, creepy. It would be if I could find it. <laughs> Like I oh, said, so, I you, so you haven't played making the little faces yet? No, I can't find my stupid gel. Oh. 
I, I will find it. I have gel left over because I did my daughter's birthday cake this year. And I was going to, it was a teddy bear face. Aww. And I was going to write on it, you know, happy birthday. And then I liked the teddy bear face so much I didn't want to write on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would recommend this as an easy baked treat that looks really cute. Did you get my photo? Did you get my photo? I don't know Did if I would make it again. What? Well, other than this weekend when I'm going yeah. to. Oh, yeah. There's so many things in the world to make. Yeah. It's hard to make something more than one ch- other than chocolate chip cookies. I do like that I could make such a small amount of them if I yeah. did just want like a couple to snack on. But yeah, that's true. It's hard to get past in my head how unhealthy they are because there are only three ingredients. You know, like if I'm if I have a cookie, then I'm like, oh, there's there's flour, there's eggs. I don't know what the heck's in a cookie without a recipe. <laughs> you know, there's all these things that go into it, right? And so that distributes the bad things, the sugar and the butter between all the cookies. And I can imagine that each individual cookie is slightly healthier than the whole of the batter that I made. <laughs> but this is this is just egg white and sugar. This sounds like plausible deniability. It's just like there's too many ingredients to think about, so it's just it must be healthy for you. <laughs> I know a whole stick of butter went into that, but it's like distributed amongst all the cookies, so in the end, each cookie is not so bad. Yes, but I know what you're these. talking about. I've played that game before. Good. Yeah, but these pretty much are just sugar. Yeah. Suspended in egg. They're tasty. So what else have you been working on? Oh, a whole lot of nothing. I I have spent way too much time looking at stuff on Pinterest and not doing any of it. Did you finish your scooty? No, I'm having performance anxiety. <laughs> I finished everything except the ears. And what? like every other part is put together. I just can't put the ears on because I can't wear the hood and place the ears at the same mm-hmm. time. And I don't have anyone that's willing to put it on so I can so Your I can try to figure out put it on for a minute the thing is I would have him keep putting it I know I would have him keep putting it on and I would end up stabbing him with pins and stuff oh uh, yeah if I was him I wouldn't do it I just need to <laughs> call upon my bravery and just do it how, how about, about yours you? is yours done um I'm in the middle of the the going around the edges Oh, how can you yell at me for not doing the ears when you haven't even edged it yet? I'm working on edging it. My problem is when I finished the the base. So um, just to give some reference, it's a hood attached to a scarf. And then you make pockets for the ends of the scarf with little paw prints and then little ears that go on top of the hood. And to attach the, the pockets you do a single crochet around the entire edge of the hood and the scarf and everything and you just kind of catch the pocket as you go around with the single crochet and so i finished i finished the hood and the scarf combo and my soul was just crushed because it's so big it's so big it's for a giant I, oh really I, I wasn't uh, because even... you have gigantic yarn is that why i, I guess so I was to the point where I was debating whether I should even make the pockets or just, you know, just trash the whole thing. Where are the po- where do the pockets fall on you? 
Um, well, the scarf is too big. Uh, let me. I'm gonna turn my video back on because I feel like you need you to said, see. Holy what? Wait, huh? <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's so big. Like if I just put it on, it completely covers my face, and the scarf is basically a shawl. Oh no! Is there any way you can kind of take it in? <laughs> If I if I fold the hood at the scarf point. What if you fold the scarf up the other way and make it go around the back of the hood like a collar? That's a little bit better. And then and you then can the... just drape it over your shoulders and then it's just like a big roomy hood. Maybe I could do that. You could even um, take just... the edges of the hood, the front edges of the hood and hem them back. I could do that and then maybe it's usable. It's just so big and I was It's so very big. <laughs> for a giant for a barbarian <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i haven't finished that because i'm lame and i haven't really started anything else instead i've just been laying on my butt <laughs> sitting on my butt i don't know when i sit on the couch it is kind of laying on my butt <laughs> i did however bring my children apple picking this week Ooh. And we got a massive ton of apples, which was really inconvenient because by the time we had collected our 25 pounds of apples, all of my children were too tired to walk back and they were, try they were trying to climb all over me. And I didn't know how to carry them and the apples at the same time. So there was a lot of misery at the end of the day. Aww. Plus side, I have already made a pastry crust. And we'll be making an apple pie tomorrow. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yes, I got my crust all in two flat discs in my fridge, ready to roll out, ready to get filled with some apple pie filling. So that's kind of something I most mostly did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't done anything else either. I have decided that when I'm done with the scooty, I'm going to make leg warmers. Oh. For my little walk. From the bus to my work, um, I have I have hats and scarves and gloves and a nice big jacket, and my shins are woefully uncovered. Do you wear skirts all the time? No, but still, I need leg warmers. I have decided this. Even though you're wearing pants? Yeah. Are they over the pants leg warmers or are they under the pants leg warmers? I think I'm going to go under the pants so I ah. just look like I have like shin tumors <laughs> coming out of my pants. Ah. That's interesting. I mean, I imagine if you make fitted leg warmers, they wouldn't stick out of your pants too much. Yeah, that's true. You know what I want to do next? What? I will show you. Okay. I'm never going to do this because it's, it's so terrible. It looks like something that would be the most painful experience of my life. But in theory, I would love to do this. Oh my goodness. Is that, that really cool or what? That is really cool. So there are a crazy number of these. They're all over the internet. Um, people sell patterns for them. People sell them already made by themselves. And some people actually have free patterns available. What it is, is a beard made out of yarn mm -hmm. um it's a giant 
dwarf beard made out of yarn and some of them come complete with helms so the one i'm looking at right now actually is from a deviant art user uh dr gibbs that's d-r-g-i-b-b-s and he has done a gimli inspired helm and beard which are pretty pretty sweet but anyways if you look through the internet you can find tons of knit yarn dwarf beard contraptions which are pretty awesome some of them are monstrous those are your ghosts oh yours are a little more ploppy than mine yeah i didn't notice you had sent me a picture of your ghost so i was really quickly gonna take a picture of mine yours yours have really cute faces i think the faces came out good oh thank you you can definitely see where mine are uh look like that poop emoji <laughs> <laughs> Okay, going back to this, um, like, dwarven helmet thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, the the detail and the, just, like, the volume of yarn that you would need to make, because this beard is so full. The beard itself has to be, like, three or four skeins of yarn. Yeah, that's what's intimidating. Yeah. And I'm guessing, just from some of the sites where I've looked, I'm guessing it's very similar to um, when you did your... I'm not going to remember her name, but the Comic-Con oh. costume you did? Queen Medusa. Queen Medusa, where you do basically a crochet or knit mesh to begin with and then have to hook all of the yarn through and pull it kind of, um, I don't know what you call that, but when you double it and then loop it through itself. It takes a lot of just time. Yeah, and there's just so much yarn involved here. But I do really, really love the detail in the um, in in this one's specific helmet. Like there are a lot of Viking helmets and dwarf helmets and whatever, but this one is supposed to be Gimli's, and it's pretty cool looking. It's very impressive. So you're gonna do that next, and I'll do leg warmers, and we'll yeah, see who not- finishes <laughs> first. Right? Yeah, I'm not gonna win that. <laughs> That's like a dream project. Like, oh, I'm going to do that someday, but I probably won't. Your fur baby is calling you. I know. My fur baby is very hungry because he gets fed in nine minutes. So it's just letting me know every 30 seconds. And another <laughs> 30 seconds has gone by. The only other project that I'm kind of working on, but of course with the with the vacation, you know, I haven't done anything with it, is... um. We are making a nursery because <gasps> I'm having a baby. What? what? What the unveiling? Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. I already knew that, but I'm still very happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> it's very it's... exciting that now the world knows, though. Yes, it's very exciting. I guess I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I just I still am not super comfortable talking about my uterus. That's okay. The world needs more people who aren't super comfortable talking about their uterus. <laughs> Some people are a little too comfortable talking about their uterus, you know, with like complete strangers. Yeah. Kind of like, I know you got one and I've got one, but that's all I really need to know about yours. Yeah. I mean, we all got like gallbladders and stuff. Why don't you talk about that? <laughs> anyway, um, so I have some big ideas for decorating that rim but we still haven't even uh we took the wallpaper down we bought the primer 
and I have not selected a color yet, but then I have some, oh my God, this cat is so loud. <laughs> I have some big, um, I have some big plans after that, that I have no idea how to execute. Oh, any spoilers on what you're thinking of doing? I, I think I want to do a, a forest theme, but I want it either at, uh, right at sunup or at like dusk. So I kind of like the idea of, of a deeper blue. The sun's going down and the night sky is coming out. Something. Like a dusky blue? Yeah, a dusky blue. And then I want to somehow make a, a decal. I'm a little nervous. I don't want to go full mural. I don't know why. That's intimidating. But if I could make my own decal, like a big old tree and have little, little like foxes peeking out. You know, because they're waking up for their nighttime stuff and like birds flying and, you know, just way too much detail and way too much work that I'll never ever finish like anything else. <laughs> That's super cute, though. I like that. We'll see what happens if I actually get around to it. Yeah. It's hard to have such big dreams and have no time to get them done in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got four more months. I didn't get into the let's do something with the nursery phase until I was just about to pop. And then I was so fat and lazy that I was <laughs> like, we're not doing any of this. <laughs> but I had ideas. I just didn't do any of them. But you probably will because you're better at doing stuff than I am. I don't know. It took so much effort just to take the stupid wallpaper down. And then I got to prime it. Then I got to paint it. And for some reason, it's the only room on on that floor that has the has unpainted um, trim on everything on the windows, on the door. And Meaning it is wood, or it's wood, but every other room on the floor has white trim. Hmm, that's interesting. But on the other hand, that could work because if you're going with a woodland theme, you could have the woodwork natural and have it work. I guess so, yeah. Maybe then I don't have to worry about it. I hadn't, I hadn't considered that option. I just assumed I would have to, like, paint everything. Everything. Ugh. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, doing trim is the worst. Mm -hmm. So if you could avoid that, that would be much better. <laughs> I think so. So what are we going to do next time? That is a fantastic question. I think we should pick something baking because <laughs> I've just been very, very bad with needlework stuff lately. Agreed. I will do that too. And so our next episode will be after Halloween. Yep. And we'll be in the thick of fall. So we should do something autumnal, but... But? Not pumpkin. No pumpkins. Okay. Unless it just looks like a pumpkin. That would be okay. <laughs> oh, geez. So the next episode will be November 9th, and the one after that will be on Thanksgiving. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to do something else. So I think that Thanksgiving one, will we can release it early, but it should be a pie-related. Totally. I'm in for that. Okay. Pie sounds good. I love all kinds of pie. All kinds of pie. Have you ever read uh, Harold and his blue crayon? Yes. And his big, actually, I think it's purple. It's some kind of color of crayon. <laughs> and he has, he has the picnic with all nine kinds of pie that he likes best. <laughs> I think that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good picnic. 
I think it's impressive that, you know, it's almost time for bed and he can remember nine different kinds of pies. Just, <laughs> oh, I know. I'll have a snack of nine pies. <laughs> but next time, what is for next time? Not a pie. Not a pie, not pumpkin, unless it just looks like a pumpkin. Could look like a pumpkin. I don't know how to make something look like a pumpkin. I could 3D print a pumpkin and then make some mousse in it. You could. <laughs> I guess a, a bundt cake kind of looks like half a pumpkin. I actually have a pumpkin kind of bundt cake, I think. I do. I have something that looks like a pumpkin. <laughs> and you make two of them and you put it together and it's a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> You know how pumpkins have a top half and a bottom half? Yeah, I have both of those. Yeah, and then you can put some kind of filling inside. I actually have so many fall baking, like, you know how they have the holiday baking special magazines? Yeah. I have so many with so many delicious looking recipes. Like, seriously. Things with browned butter, things with Mm. cinnamon and nutmeg, things with cinnamon and nutmeg and then covered with brown butter frosting like just craziness so do you want to pick something from that i could but we would have to uh let me go get one hold on i'll be right back okay okay i'm back hello so i know i said no pumpkin but i one of my things <laughs> is actually 100 percent pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> it just says pumpkin cookbook but we can try something that's not pumpkin give me a something that you want in there um, I want a cookie, but it needs to be iconically fall. Iconically fall? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <sighs> Figure out what that means. <laughs> I've got ginger snap shortbread. We haven't done a shortbread. I bet that would be good dipped in some warm apple cider. Ooh, that does sound good. We haven't done anything yeasted before, though, either. True. We could do cinnamon apple brioche dumplings. Whoa, that sounds like a lot of stuff. Well, you would just make a brioche dough Mm -hmm. and treat it like a cinnamon roll dough and, you know, get it through the first two rises and pluck off chunks like that you would be making biscuits out of, stretch them out and put some basically apple pie filling in it and twist the top like like an apple dumpling. Okay. Almond cinnamon cookies with browned butter drizzle. That sounds good. Yes, it does. They look simple and delicious, and it has cinnamon and brown butter in it. Okay. How can you go wrong with that? Do you want to do that? Sure. I am always down for... Ooh, those look good, too. <laughs> I'm going to stop looking, because those work. Yes. Oh, well, you Almond say... cinnamon cookies with brown butter drizzle. So what is this? Is it a magazine or a book, or where are you... Yes, but it's not from this year. It is the holiday baking edition of the Better Homes and Gardens, uh, 2009. Hmm. Well, you have to share the recipe with me and then we'll... I wonder if they have it online because Better Homes and Gardens has a lot of their stuff online too. They might. I'll definitely check. Haha, I found it. It only took about two seconds. Here, I will send you the link. Thank you. So you can go to www.bhgforbetterhomesandgardens.com and look up almond cinnamon cookies, and it gives you the recipe for the cookies and for the browned butter drizzle. Wonderful. 
and then you can bake along with us while we make our cookies too and they're gonna be so good so you should look for pictures of our beautiful ghosts on facebook which we will post there you can contact us by sending an email to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com and please review us on itunes and subscribe that helps us out a lot listen to us everywhere and tell all of your friends to listen too yeah do that yes and while you're out there spooking around you better be keeping busy you know that's what we'll be doing that's right bye bye (laughs) 